0: Hey Steve, don't come unless it's at Rain City Jacks, Seattle's premier masturbation club.
1: You might put me to sleep, but I'm gonna shoot your dick off.
0: You gotta know how to ask for
1: a
2: handjob in Thailand.
1: Right. I truly love the gay lifestyle.
2: I don't know why I'm shocked, but I'm shocked.
0: Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you are here. You are joining us. You are listening to what we do on the program. Episode 87 of the show. If you hear something today and you would like to reach out and talk to us, you can do so via email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com that is the email address. You can call and leave us a voicemail 949-464-TBLS is the n- number where you can reach us. And of course, I always ask you to like our page on Facebook. We got some likes this week. The Baller Lifestyle podcast on Facebook. Somebody reached out to me today and they're like, "Hey, what's up with that uh, uh, your podcast where, you know, where can I hear it?" You can always interact with us hear the show, see what we're talking about. It all happens on Facebook. So go there, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. And, of course, iTunes. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Get it delivered into your inbox or your iTunes or however you get your music every time it comes out, every week on Thursday. That's what we do here. We make a show. We want you to listen to it. We want you to tell your friends about it. Um, Joining me now, as always... Co-host the program, New Jersey's very own Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I have a, a couple stories we didn't we didn't get to. We're not going to discuss in full detail, but I felt yes. it's important for people to know. A couple of headlines I just read. Let's uh, do it. I was just sent a story: woman charged with concealing gun in vagina.
0: A few people have sent me that.
1: <laughs> like what? I don't. You know, I don't know guns that well, but like how small could this smith and wesson snub nose gun how how small would it have to be to fit in there
0: you'd still need a pretty big like she's been with shack kind of thing yeah yeah you don't like no you, you you're no average size vagina could fit even the smallest gun
1: that's what i would think even like those little guns that you know, uh you see in like the old timey movies. Derringers. Yeah, like like pull out of the purse. That's still substantial equipment to be fully loaded in there.
0: Well any and any kind of like sharp metal object in any orifice.
1: And she's going barrel first? I would
0: think so well, I mean I guess it doesn't and then, matter. And then
1: make yeah, because you're making a right turn. But oh to get yeah, the whole
0: yeah, thing you kinda like there. have to Hook it in there and around. I guess I don't know. I yeah. maybe you go, maybe you go handle first because you know, you know what they say. It's like it's a really bad idea. You see it in a lot of movies, but it's really stupid to put a gun into your waistband because you're just right. you're just
1: well, plaxi plastic over. That's exactly yeah.
0: right. He was wearing sweatpants. You, <laughs> you're, you're pointing the barrel of a gun basically right at your dick. Yeah, that's a bad. So idea. I would assume that if you're just. For the, the, and I'm sure this is what they teach in that firearm safety training course you have to take when you buy a gun when concealing a gun in your vagina you always go handle first
1: yeah and how about uh how about like she she had to confess as she was like about to be call, carted off to jail like hey, i have a I have a confession to make by the way uh, by the way just you know I don't know if this affects anything but uh there's a fully loaded Smith and Wesson, Inside my general.
0: What's the end game for that? You're you're just in case you need it?
1: Yeah. Maybe she really didn't want to get pregnant.
0: (laughs) Maybe she just wanted to... (laughs) Maybe she was concerned that Bill Cosby was around. (laughs) She wanted to protect herself. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You might put me to sleep, but I'm going to shoot your dick off. Right. Um, But the other thing... uh, A friend sent me this story just just, uh, like an hour or two ago. Uh, It said... uh, it was like a list of ways someone can blow their chances in an interview. And one of the things they talk about is your accent makes a huge difference. And then they did a survey and like studies and what, what was the worst accent you can have?
0: Um, okay, hold on. Worst accent. Well, that, um, Maryland, the Baltimore, the, the Maryland, um, Delaware, like Philly,
1: Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that accent's pretty bad. uh, but I don't know. Are we going worldwide here?
1: No, you're, you're. No, no. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about
0: in America. Also, but. also that Wisconsin, that whole thing from the Upper Midwest, there is pretty bad. I, but I would say the the most grading, I think, is the is the Philadelphia accent.
1: The Garden State was number one. The worst, <laughs> really. Dude. It said it said people with that accent sound laid back, and that's a bad thing in interviews. And I've insisted I'm not Mr. State Pride, but I really don't believe there's a Jersey like I've never heard somebody say Joyzy like like yeah. like the stereotype. There's a Philly like South Jersey is a Philly accent, yeah. and North Jersey is a New York is is a New York accent. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know, but it said it, what were the smartest accents?
0: Uh, well, Southern California, coast of Mesa, Orange County, probably. <laughs> I would say I would have to guess if I had to guess, I would say that's number one. Um uh oh, don't say I mean I know Harvard is in Boston. That's that's really one of the most grating accents, the Boston accent. I'm yeah, no,
1: really stupid too. No,
0: real like a lot of dumb, like
1: sully <clears throat> yeah. to yeah. cat.
0: Um, I don't, but I would get I wonder if that is one that people think is smart. Maybe I'm gonna guess. No, Chicago's real working class. Not the South. I'm stumped. What is it?
1: California was number yeah, one, of course. And Minnesota. No, now. that's that's. Oh, we're having cash fun, don't you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. is that like that's a Midwestern hey kind of. Thing. Yep, yep. Yeah. For
0: no- going ice fishing again this weekend, eh?
1: But I think overall, if you have a strong accent, you don't sound really smart.
0: It's true. Yeah, you like
1: like I I I don't. I might say a few words a little bit differently, but, like, I don't have an accent. Like, you can't pinpoint exactly where I'm from. Um,
0: um, no, I would say not, no.
1: But, like, but if you do, it means, like, you're probably, just like, when I when I go to London, the lower class are the ones that you barely can understand. Right. Like, the thicker the accent. It's just, it's just the way it goes.
0: Yeah, but. that's that's pretty much everywhere I know. That that's with Australia, where they have like the real like broad accents are you know not the not typically associated with the highest level of education.
1: Oh, also sharing the bottom with Jersey was Kentucky, which I, I do get.
0: that. Well, do they have their own accent? I thought all the South. I, I mean, say. yeah. I mean,
1: listen, I, I have no idea the difference between that and Mississippi or Alabama.
0: I but yeah. I'm, people don't like it. So. Well, it's like turn on the news. You watch like any news broadcast. They don't have an accent, and that's they're all from different places in the country. But they, if they had an accent, they are required to lose it to be on television, so right. they sound smart and trustworthy.
1: Yeah, and they're usually really stupid. Right, they're
0: very dumb. They just read, but usually they're pretty attractive. I'm Ron Burgundy, especially especially if they're um, weather. I know, you, I know you're very highbrow. You don't watch the local news. I watch a lot of local news, and I'll tell you why. Because pretty much every local news station, the girl that does the weather, and Ed, we know you have a custom weather app on your phone that you use. <laughs> better than the native weather app, we know. Uh, but every weathercaster, every meteor, I'm doing air quotes here, meteorologist on every channel right. is basically a model now. Like they, these TV, these local stations, these local affiliates are like, fuck, there's the internet now. Like we're not giving anybody anything they can't get somewhere else. We got to put chicks with big tits on TV. So this
1: this has been going on for a while because when I used to belong to a gym, I I now live in a building with a gym. So I don't have to, when I would go, when I'd go to uh, a gym, they would often have, you know, the news on and they were. It was like soft porn yeah. when they're doing the weather. Yes, it's, it's,
0: it's really impressive. the best. There's a couple here locally in LA that are just fantastic. Just dying,
1: dying to get noticed. Yes.
0: Uh, okay, We've before I get into it, somebody reached out. Our guy Mark the Nomad. First of all, Mark the Nomad took a couple shots of me this week on Twitter, which is really? where lots of people take shots. He, as... All will recall from the all of our hashtag team current episode listeners will recall in episode 86. I relayed the harrowing tale of the bug of the bug that flew into my ear and its extraction. And Mark the Nomad, he attacked me by saying that he thought that was a lesson to the listeners to keep their voicemail short because I went on so long with the story <laughs> of the bug in the ear. But he also reached out to me, Ed, do you know who Colin Cowherd is?
1: That guy is, he's the worst, like, I feel like I was in a rental car and I yes. had nothing to listen yeah. to. And I had to listen to him, and he just creates controversies yeah. that don't exist. Right. He's like, do you think Tom Brady is one of the worst five quarterbacks in the NFL? After the break, we'll discuss. Yeah. It was like no, nobody. No, that's, nobody was saying. That. That's
0: exactly what he does. He, I'm not. I don't listen to him either. And he's actually very, very good at it. He's a contrarian, and to, for dumbs, they listen to that and they go, "Oh, this guy's whoa, he's really comes at it from a different perspective." But really, what he's doing is he's saying insane shit just to get you to react. And and God bless him, he's made millions of dollars doing it. And he he will, you know, he just got a new contract. I
1: saw he got real spruced
0: up. Yeah, right? but he and that's the thing he does. He's like Aaron Rodgers is one of the five worst quarterbacks in the NFL, and then he'll have he'll like cherry pick some stats to prove it that you know he, oh right. he's bad in the red zone or whatever. He and he's he's really good at that. But I don't listen to him. But I'm I'm vaguely familiar with who he is. But people reached out to me because I'm an expert in hair plugs and hair systems and. Yeah. He definitely, right. he's got a
1: whole new do. He's at got, Fox. he's
0: got a new look. He's gone from ESPN to Fox and see, he was thinning before he was thinning a lot up top. And he was also, this is a bad move when you're thinning. He was kind of like blowing it back, kind of like spiking it up in the front. So it would really yeah. expose the whole forehead. And, yeah. and he was very gray, which is appropriate for a man of his age. Now he's debuted on Fox and I think he's doing a lot more TV stuff. Like when he was on ESPN, he just did like his radio show on TV. And
1: I saw that they kind of rolled him out during that Ohio. Was it the Ohio state game? Like it was like the big kickoff game that he, he, he was kind of.
0: He's doing, and he spruced up his hair for TV. Now he's definitely dyed it. I don't and I don't I gotta see more of him. It,
1: it, but like a Jerry Lewis kind of deal. Like it's yes it's a bit it's much. Very
0: dark. It's got a it's got a Ronald Reagan sort of it's it's shoe polish. He's gone with like sort of the burgundy mahogany kiwi number five shoe polish and really painted it on. But it definitely looks more full through the power alleys. And now he's combing it forward, but overall it seems to have filled in I'm thinking he may have got some light plug work. He may have got – because it doesn't look like a piece. But it looks it looks pretty
1: shiny, right? Like it, Yes.
0: Like, yeah, definitely. Like
1: it's, plaster, it's plastered on. It's a weird kind of move you, going with the, the brush back to like the plastered to the forward. his yeah.
0: and Yeah, but you can see some scalp in it. Now, a lot of times what guys will do is they'll do – and Chris Berman does this on the back – They'll, they'll just clip in – they won't go a full rug, but they'll just clip in like one little piece to cover up either to the To make front. it all connect? Yeah to, yeah, to cover up either the front or the back, wherever they're the thinnest. But I don't –
1: Whatever Chris Berman's doing, he's looking great. Yeah, really. It's <laughs> really, really good. It's, look, it's really it does not look great. like a
0: tomato. Um, but I don't know. It does not look like a piece on this cowherd guy to me. He's, def- he's definitely dying it, and I think – there might well, be G- some light plug work in the front in the power alley area.
1: Do you remember the uh the old uh infomercial the GLH formula where it was oh, like yeah, a spray It's a spray. Hair? That's Ron Popeil. Yeah, Ron Popeil. Do you think do you think uh Coward did something like that? Now it's
0: my understanding that that as that product is actually still very popular in the black community. Mm. Uh you noticed that LeBron James for a while last year that's right. He had he. That,
1: had, LeBron looked like he put a Sharpie in his hand, right? And that's he
0: that's, had, that's that spray. That's what that does. So you you what you do is you take a piece of masking tape and you just just so you're gonna paint a house. You mask off the areas where you don't want the paint, and then the rest you just. <laughs> spray it right on there nice and even you pull the tape off and boom you got a new hairline i don't know i don't know that, the, that that's still big what other ethnic groups that's big with but it's my understanding that the spray on hair very popular in the in the black community amongst the balding black as we ha- ed we, yeah. we have black listeners so if our black before it was documented that's right our black listeners have reached out before if our black listeners have any more updates on was, the glh he, formula near-
1: he's near D.C., so he would probably oh, have yeah. a lot of you know people to, to look at. Oh,
0: that's very legit. I agree. Uh, okay. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to rule on Colin Cowherd's system, but it, I would say it's not a system. Definitely dye. Definitely new hairstyle, but there's more hair there, and I think – we're looking at some light plug work. That's my initial diagnosis, but I'll keep an eye on him. I'm, I, obviously, I don't run into this guy too often because I really don't care for his style, uh, but I'll, I'll keep my eye out. I'll, I'll see It what's was
1: up. You know, when I was thinking, it was Michigan's, it was Harbaugh's first game. That's where I saw him. Right. That's where they were like rolling him out. Like every commercial break, they're like, hey, and, and tonight we're going to have Colin Coward on the post game. And they kept showing him and it was, it was disconcerting. It is,
0: it is very disconcerting. I agree. Like if you're going to, if you're going to, Put somebody on TV a lot, and make me look at him. You know, make it a hot chick. Follow the yeah. follow the pattern of local news with the weather and put a hot chick up there. It's a lot and easier to looked, look
1: at. He looked like a radio guy. Yeah, like a guy that that's that's fine. Very that's so. that can be his thing where we don't have to look. Very. Do you, oh, do you, speaking of that, yeah, isn't it the worst? I mean, I, I don't know how much I see it anymore, but as a kid when you'd see the billboard of the DJs that you just like would hear their voice uh, and you're like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Those billboards were always like jarring.
0: There I remember being yes, I remember being a very young man, Ed. And I used to listen. There's this radio station here in LA called K Rock. And now it's yeah. just garbage, like Linkin Park and just the modern rock bullshit. But back in the day, it was really important. They played like punk and just different stuff you would not hear anywhere else. And they really broke a lot of bands. And there was this DJ, he might even still be on there. This guy was called Jed the Fish. And I remember, I'm like, dude, this guy's cool. Jed the Fish is a cool fucking name. The
1: fact that his name was Jed the Fish didn't scare you off. I mean, I was
0: nine years old.
1: Yeah, I guess for nine, that seems normal.
0: And then one time he was doing an appearance at a mall because DJs, they used to be able to do appearances at malls. And I was, I happened to be at them all, and I'm like, oh fuck. Me and my buddy were like, dude, we gotta go see Jed the fish. Like, he's at Nordstrom doing something. We gotta go check out what's up with this Jed the fish guy. And (laughs) oh, the disappointment. It's one thing to see these guys like after they do a photo shoot when they're all prettied up, but this guy was pasty. He was a burnout. He looked like shit. And like three months later, he got busted for heroin. So oh, it, it all so he, <laughs> it all yeah, made sense.
1: It made perfect sense. Yeah,
0: there's a reason those guys aren't doing T V.
1: Right.
0: Uh Ed, what is going on? What's happening? This is a sports talk show. What's going on yeah, in sports?
1: We got some sports stuff. This past weekend oh, the What
0: we got a voicemail. Okay. I forgot. We got a we got a, our our old buddy, the original Ryan in Houston, Airstrike Rhino has reached out. Let's see what he's gotta say, Ed. Hey guys, Ryan in Houston. Uh Airstrike Rhino here. Uh calling in regards to Ed's uh dilemma about the one year old's birthday party, I know it was a couple shows ago I'm a little behind. Uh but I'm gonna believe it like I've got my twin my twin nieces, they're about to turn one in October and uh they live in Brooklyn, my sister and her husband live in Brooklyn, and they're all coming down to Texas for the party to be closer to family. But it also coincides with the same weekend that I have, like, a big annual camping trip I do with some friends. So I was like, hey, sis, sorry, not going to be there. Uh, just not going to be there. And, you know, she she couldn't even keep a straight face as she tried to tell me that the twins would be very, very disappointed uh, that their uncle would not be there. Um, so, man, yeah, so, like, I'm not even going to my nieces, and they're flying halfway across the country to bring the party closer to me, and I'm still not going. So I think you're good, man. All right, guys. Take it easy. Later. Okay, Ed. We discussed this last week. The, well,
1: one, I, I got to clarify. Yeah. There was no dilemma.
0: No, no, there was when, no I, when
1: I When I introduced this story, the word dilemma never came up. No,
0: no. Up. You, you were dropping your family off to a child's birthday when your beautiful wife reached out to you before leaving the vehicle. She said, hey. What do I tell these people as to why you couldn't make it? And you're like, and I said,
1: I said I preferred. She did not give a reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a kid's birthday party. I'm right. an adult man, and That's it's a kid's birthday party.
1: But I have been, I, I I have been to my sister's kid's first birthday party. Like I, you know, if it's a family gathering, like I've done it. But at the same time, if he had a trip planned. You, you don't break everything. I've I would missed, agree. Missed, I w- I've missed first birthday parties of nephews for the same reason, because I was away. I,
0: I would agree, but the plans. trip is yes. camping.
1: <laughs> and I already told you last week, yeah. I, I was going to ask to be cut by the uh, by uh, the, the dick chopper. Yes. Right? I was going to taunt him so he would kill me yes. on the camping yes. trip.
0: Yes, so that is one thing. But also a 1-year-old birthday party. Yeah, it's okay if you want to go like see a I haven't seen, you know, my sister my in a sister. while right. and go right. hang out. But the, no one cares less about a 1-year-old birthday party than the 1-year-old.
1: <laughs> exactly. And one one thing that he, he he mentioned that like his sister couldn't keep a straight face, but I hate when there are voicemails or 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 the old answering machine messages where people would speak on behalf of like hey you know little timmy can't be the front like nobody's calling for timmy timmy's not calling for anybody your dog isn't calling nobody's calling for the dog that's right (laughs) right right. like hey bosco can't you know timmy and bosco can't make the phone right now (laughs) it's like nobody's calling for bosco nobody has ever called for bosco but I, I really, guess I answer, answering machines are a thing of the past, yeah. but that used to be, like, you would just, like, list everyone in the family. It's like, no, no, no. Just just list the adults. Nobody gives a shit about animals.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Yes, I remember. <laughs> the, the, or
1: when, when when I get cards signed from so-and-so and so-and-so and, you know, Peppers and Boscow. Yeah. Like, no. No, Peppers did not sign this card. <laughs> Peppers doesn't even know who I am.
0: That's really, really – I feel like people probably still do that. Oh, signing they do. Christmas Pe-
1: cards – Oh, yeah. Christmas card. Stamp, yeah. Stamp.
0: They, like, stamp their cat's paw, and it's, like, Fluffy.
1: Yeah. I, know, I know for a fact Fluffy does not celebrate Christmas.
0: No, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed. What is going on in the world of sports? Hit me.
1: This past weekend, retired tennis player James Blake was casually leaning against a pole in front of the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan when he was tackled into the sidewalk by NYPD officer James Frascator. Frascator pinned Blake down and cuffed him. Blake was held by five officers for 15 minutes until everyone realized it was a big mistake. The 35-year-old Harvard-educated Blake was a retired tennis player, not the scam artist they were after. Brian, two things. One, how shitty is it to still be black in America? And two, why the fuck are police tackling and slamming scam artists into the sidewalk in the first place?
0: Um, yeah. It, and yeah.
1: everyone's seeing the video, right? Like, he's, he's just yes. standing there. He's,
0: he thought, like, it was a fan or something that was running up to, like, get a picture <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah. He's, he clearly was not in the runaway mode. Also, I, I thought cops, like, ran in packs like, right, don't you wait wolf. for backup? Lone Wolf. Here's the thing: cops love to kick some ass, and that's why they get into that job. That's how they're cut out. They're the kind of guys that like to be in confrontations. They like to tussle. Yeah. And it's it's a hard job. It is not easy yeah. to do that. People want to kill you. People hate you. People, people lie to you. People, everyone lies to you. And it has to get but a little more. But they annoying. hate you.
1: They hate you more because of Frasca to right. of the world. They hate.
0: Yeah, everyone hates you more because of this asshole tackling famous tennis players on closed circuit video. Like you, and it,
1: it's not like James Blake looks like Edron James, no, like, you no, know, he could no. be a little menacing or something. James Blake is about as clean cut as a gets. He's
0: very, like, preppy looking, like...
1: He's a really normal looking guy. He was waiting... I think he went to high school with John Mayer, like, he is not... Is that the, in Connecticut? Yeah, I feel like I read in an interview that they were boys. I was like,
0: "What?" Yeah, I think his parents were like college professors. Like, he, yeah. he's he went
1: to Harvard. Yeah, he
0: went to Harvard. Professional he's tennis no player. Yeah,
1: but even even if he looked like a goon, like he was like literally leaning against a pole, and they're like, "We got to use force."
0: Yeah, like you could just walk up to him or you could just roll up with your buddies and like get in that defensive posture that, that they do. Like it's, you know, right. that's why there's always so many cops on the scene. It's just in case. And then it would have been sorted out and we wouldn't have these problems. Um, yeah, I'm, I assume this guy's going to get fired. Like this is a bad look for the NYPD who they, I don't know if you know this, the NYPD kills people for selling cigarettes.
1: Yeah, they choke people out for for Lucy's. Yeah,
0: and I, I mean, at least that guy that they choked to death was huge. Like that guy was a massive dude. Sure, he was just selling cigarettes on the street, not really posing any kind of danger to anyone. Um, but they they have sort of a bad. Also, I think they kill people in their jails as well in New York. Mm. Uh, so yeah. so I feel like they have sort of a bad image that, and that this isn't going to help. So and
1: this is, I mean, this is like a block from the Lion King on Broadway. Like this is not, this is not in Harlem. Um, This is, this is, this is midtown Manhattan. This is Disney world. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, if just, uh, if anyone wants to, a reminder of why I just was, was done with wall street. One of my old customers, that's a Facebook friend, put a defense thing of the copy. Like, Hey, we don't know what was said. We don't, (laughs) we don't know. (laughs) And I was like, ah, this (laughs)
0: fucking (laughs) asshole. Yeah.
1: Like, these, these like uber conservative like doesn't even like look just always takes a side of authority and like there's no defense i read you, that I, was standard,
0: I, I read that this cop and again cop tough job like gotta be on the defensive all Fuck the time yeah. but i we need him
1: I, we need cops. I, I
0: read that this cop um had like four um complaints filed against him and all for like excessive force and stuff and so you got to figure like Okay, guys, there's the suspect over there. How about we not ha- – Skolnick, why don't you hang back? Why don't you let me run point on this one? Like you don't want to run right. that, the guy that's the known hothead up front, right. the one that's like, dude, I'm going to go tackle him right now. Like, just, yeah. hey, hey.
1: Let me, let me play big, good cop yeah. first. You play bad cop. Cool
0: your cop jets. Hang back if we need you. We'll let you know. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ed, what else is going on?
1: Cleveland Browns cornerback Justin Gilbert believed he was cut off in traffic by a 55-year-old man in a Ford Mustang Friday afternoon. Gilbert and the man exchanged middle fingers before a dip spit cup was thrown at the other driver's windshield. Witnesses say the man then began chasing Gilbert and driving like a maniac. Gilbert accidentally drove his Dodge Challenger into a ditch. Brian, one, how are we supposed to believe the Cleveland secondary will be any good this year if their top corner can't escape a 55-year-old man in a Mustang, or in a Challenger? Not a Mustang. And uh, two, how disgusting is it when guys leave dip cups around?
0: Well, a couple things that strike me here. One, is there anything more Ohio than a Dodge Challenger and a Ford Mustang in a street race? It
1: really does feel very Ohio. Yeah.
0: And I want to amend my – we made a list a while, a while back of oh, yeah. um, anti-death penalty, obviously. But Weaponizing. I, I support the death penalty in cases of um, weaponized semen, uh, causing traffic, intentionally causing traffic, weaponized semen. There's a couple more that I can't remember. But add to the list, weaponized chew spit. There is no – you you can have your bong water, anything else. There is nothing on this planet more foul.
1: It's disgusting. Than
0: chew spit. It is the well, most disgusting substance there it, is. And
1: I hate what people do. I, I it used to be a thing. I mean, I don't live. I don't live in in a college dorm anymore. Yes, but like
0: they leave it around.
1: Leave it around, and like sometimes it would be in the, the beer can. Yeah and you would put, pull it up to your yeah, mouth like smell close it. enough and you'd you smell, smell it like Copenhagen. Like, I I almost drank like a you know yes. a beer can full of disgusting spit.
0: Super disgusting, the grossest habit. And this guy, although aside, kind of digging the Browns new uniforms. They're like Syracuse kinda, or li- orange yeah, and It's orange? a little bit
1: college-ish. I like it.
0: Yeah, I kind of like, yeah,
1: like it. like it. But uh you know, it's it's a bad move because somebody from Gilbert, the, I think Gilbert had a couple people in the car with him, mm-hmm. so we're not sure who threw it, mm-hmm. but bad move. But at the same time, I mean, a 55-year-old white man from Ohio, like, there's there's probably a 98% chance he is a complete asshole. Oh, for sure. Oh, right? I, I mean how, how many good dudes are fifty five year old white men? He
0: probably like, wanted wanna? to run you down and give you his thoughts on the upcoming presidential election and who he'd because, be supporting.
1: Because fifty five year olds, that's just the age where they're starting to realize it's it's slipping through their yeah. fingers, but they still feel like they they're you know, they're the cock of the walk, like they're the guy. I 55-year-old I, might be the worst age for
0: guys. I believe, and I'm, I'll paraphrase here, but I believe it was Steve Martin who said that when he turned 60, he had the reala- realization that all his long-term plans had suddenly become short-term plans. <laughs> uh, yeah, old white men. There's nothing worse than old white men. That's, that, they
1: really are. But the 55 ones. is like the, yes. the age where like – They they they're starting to realize it, and then they get really
0: cranky. Yeah, they're they got nothing. They realize they got nothing to lose, so they're always sharing their opinions with you. They really want. They know some shit, and they want to tell you that shit that they know. And there's nothing worse. There's nothing, nothing worse than old white guys.
1: Right by seventy, they're pretty much tuned out and marginalized. But at fifty-five, they think they're like mixing it up. They're part of the conversation.
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Okay, what else?
1: all right, we all hear about this groundswell of support for Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. We don't actually know any of these people. No. And uh, in the past week, two of those supporters have been identified, Mike Ditka and Tom Brady. Yeah. Ditka said the following to a reporter last week, I do like Donald Trump. I think he, sometimes he's got to think a, a little bit more before he says things, but I think he's on the right track. I think that he has the fire in his belly to make America great again and probably do it the right way. I do like him. Yes, I do like him. Meanwhile, last week reporters spotted one of those shitty Make America Great Again Trump hats in Tom Brady's locker. When asked about it, Brady explained that he and Trump are great golfing buddies. I've known him since 2002 when I judged one of his beauty pageants. So I've known him for a long time, Brady said. He always gives me a call and different types of motivational speeches at different times. Brady went on to say Trump is a good friend and we've had a lot of time on the golf course together. Brian on a scale of 1 to 10, how surprised are you or, uh, surprised are you that both of these guys are complete shitheads?
0: Uh, 0, -5. Ne- uh translation of Brady's comments, I I judged a beauty pageant for him means Trump got me some pussy once.
1: But yeah, he let me just go wild and- on Miss Miss Kentucky. Miss
0: Virginia that's uh that's so I owe him I owe him one but let's here here's the thing these guys both being football players aside Mike Dick is punchy he is he falls asleep on the set he took a lot of blows to the head fancies a cocktail like everything and
1: Nothing, Why is he so revered? I don't
0: know. Nothing. Not he won one Super Bowl in Chicago when he had a great deal. With
1: the most loaded roster yes. of all, and they made one. They got to one Super Bowl. Yeah. Just one. Just one. That, that team was – he had the best running back of all time.
0: Yeah, and didn't let him score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah so Mike Dick, uh, nothing he says is important because he's punchy. And then Tom Brady, I think – something we learned, the, the one thing we can take away from this deflate gate thing is that, you know, we hadn't heard a lot, even though we all know Tom Brady. He's a household name. Mm. You don't really hear a lot from Tom Brady. And then he had to talk a lot during this deflate gate thing. Mm. And I think it's pretty clear that we're dealing with a with a himbo here.
1: Yeah, he he's, he's got that, you know that sense for where to throw the ball, when to throw yeah. it away, all those things. Yeah, but like it's an instinct. Right. It's like a, bur- a bird who knows where, like the right ways to stay alive. Right. Like
0: right, right when they, right when the deflation thing comes out, and he's doing, you know, it's right before the Super Bowl, and he's doing a press conference, and they're like, oh, that- Tom, did you deflate the ball? Are you a cheater? And he's like, uh, I don't, Balls. I don't think I am. Like, what, what the, f- what? yeah, like, dude, like. Not and even su- if, not super good with words.
1: Even if you were really into Trump's campaign, those hats are so stupid oh looking. God. Why would you? Why would you choose that?
0: <laughs> those are re- well. Those are the kind of hats that hipsters wear. Ironically,
1: yeah. Like that's and uh, that's something you'd he also see mentioned. Me he also mentioned that uh, Bob Kraft is also a, a close friend of Trump's, and he has one of those hats too, which tells you that the owner of the Patriots, just like the rest of New England, is racist.
0: Yeah. Of course. Well, Bob Kraft loves money. And he's like, hey, if I know the president, like there's a good chance that I'm going to be able to keep a lot more of my money. And people aren't going to like the IRS isn't going to come creeping around my businesses if I'm bros with the president. He's just hedging his bets. Like
1: he just wants to wear French cuffs and rip people
0: off. As soon as as Trump's not the front runner, he's going to cozy up to whoever he thinks is going to win because he's strategic. Mm -hmm. That's how he got so rich.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. What a, what a bunch of shit, Ed. Love
0: it. Uh, okay, great stories, Ed. Ed, do you remember, I know it was a long time ago. Okay. Do you remember what your parents got you for your 18th birthday?
1: You know, I did some, some thinking because I, I had a feeling this story was coming up.
0: Yes. Were, were your parents still married at the time? They were not.
1: No. Yeah. Freshman year in high school is when they pulled the ripcord. Yeah. Um, I believe my mom got me a denim shirt, which I, of course, never wore.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, third world tuxedo. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pass on this one.
0: <laughs> uh, well, the, I, I don't recall anything that I got for my 18th birthday. But I know, Ed, whatever you got, your buzzkill parents probably didn't style you out like cool mom Nicola Austin did when oh, yeah. she hooked her daughter up for her entree into legal adulthood. Nick Oz, who is obviously cool as shit, rented her daughter a limousine. and okay. just to,
1: Responsible. Absolutely. Responsible and
0: just yeah. to make sure the party started proper. She also intended to send her bundle of joy off with twelve bindles of cocaine. Whoa! Qu- from the story, the police were having none of it and raided her home. This is in England. Her raided her home in Toonbridge Wells, finding drugs worth three hundred pounds hidden in compartments in Austin's windowsill. Austin, who has six previous convic- convictions, including possession, admitted to possessing cocaine with intent to supply and confessed that she was planning to have a massive night out with her daughter.
1: Wow, that? Is, that is a very massive night out. With I'll say, with
0: daughter. Ed, shouldn't we and the local coppers be giving this chill mom a break since she's obviously doing a fantastic job of teaching her kid how to party properly?
1: Yeah, she's an adult now. That's right. I mean, somebody needs to show her how to properly party.
0: That's exactly right. And it's England, London. It's drizzly. It's dreary. It's cold.
1: Uh, there are a lot of clubs there.
0: There's a lot I mean, of clubs. You, you don't
1: you don't go to clubs drinking pints of beer. You go with Yayo.
0: Yeah, you got you got to keep the party going. Everybody's down in the dumps. You need a little bolivian go-go powder you know you, yeah. you need something a little, to keep you a marching.
1: Clown powder yeah. yeah a little clown powder
0: absolutely like i'm not i'm not mad at this woman also she did it right she got her a limousine she got her some coke i am confused though that wh- how come she ne- needed to buy 12 bags like couldn't she just get one large bag couldn't she be like hey can you p- just put that all in one bag well
1: i don't you've 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 had some kids' parties, right? I assume there were more invited. You know, like you do the goodie bags, right? Great
0: point. Everybody gets their own little bag of Coke.
1: I bet there was like a pencil with a special eraser. some Bubbles. Bubbles. Uh, Bubbles, maybe some colored pencils. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: Great point. That is a good point. Okay, Ed. Next time you're in town, I really, like it's been a while since you've been to the West Coast.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And... I'm just hoping next time you're out this way, you and I could maybe take in a ball game, grab a steak, and then cap the evening off at a jack-off club. <laughs> Ed, I'll be honest. I don't know if those places exist around here, but if you're ever in the drizzy, drizzly, frigid hamlet of Seattle, Washington... Mm. You could go to Rain City Jacks. (laughs) Seattle's
1: <laughs> That's the best name of all time. So
0: good I feel like Sha- Sean Kemp should be doing commercials for this week
1: The Rain Man yeah. Hi, I'm Gary Payton And when I like to jack off, I go to Rain City Jacks
0: They call me the glove That's because I wear a glove every time I'm at rain It's not because I'm Hello. good at defense It's because I wear a rubber glove Every time I go to Rain City Jacks Seattle's near <laughs> masturbation club
1: Hello, I'm Olden Polonies And when I like to jack off
0: I'll go to Rain City. <laughs> I'm Xavier McDa- McDaniel. Hey, Steve, <laughs> don't come. Unless it's at Rain City Jacks, Seattle's <laughs> premier masturbation club. Uh, I'll just read you. I, I almost wanted to cut and paste this whole story. It's so good, Ed. It's amazing. The, amazing. the energy at Jackoff Clubs is inevitably <laughs> very focused on physical pleasure and the penis specifically, Paul Rosenberg says. A pre-press manager for a large in-house design group by day, he's been running Rain City Jacks since 2005. The power of the experience lies in the exposure of what is routinely hidden and the sharing of what is almost universally private, our masturbation practice. Rosenberg grew up outside Chicago and was a professional actor and singer. You're kidding. (laughs) He first became aware. If your name, hang on.
1: If your name is Paul Rosenberg, you can be two things. You can be an accountant. Accountant, yeah. All right, now three things: attorney, accountant, or president of a jackoff. That's
0: right. That's right. That's it. That's the only three three (laughs) possibilities. You're
1: you're pigeonholed, buddy.
0: Three true outcomes. He first became aware of jackoff clubs in 1985 when he found a fictional article in Honcho Magazine describing an organized masturbation party. Hey, do you still – do you have the lifetime subscription to Honcho or do you re-up every year?
1: You know what? If you re-up every year, they give you a nice clock radio. So I, I, I tend to go year by year. Shoe phone. Dick phone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, bathhouses and hookups were easy to come by. But finding even one jack-off buddy, much less a club, was really difficult, he says. So I started one myself. This, This is just – every quote in this thing is amazing. Rain City Jacks is a top-tier jack-off spa. He says that there's always a lineup of men waiting to get in, and there are always newcomers.
1: <laughs> it's a lineup. Can you imagine like passing in and like, hey, what are you guys lined up for? Yeah. Oh, we're, we're waiting to go jack-off yeah. in there.
0: <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> oh. Each member, it's a $25 annual fee. Very reasonable, Ed.
1: It, you would think You think a top, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. bottom of Barrel, but <laughs> top line, you think at least $50, $75. i am
0: thinking like 500 Like yeah. for a whole year, Ed. $25. Bucks. Oh, wait, 20 I thought for an event. No, for the whole year. For a whole year. Jesus. Uh, There's a locker room to safely store your clothes and belongings, as well as an orientation for rookies. Usually, <laughs> an experienced member will sit down with a newcomer for 15 minutes and show them the ropes. Uh, that's right?
1: the best. That is. There's- there's an orientation video like yeah. hi. I'm I'm former Seattle quarterback yeah. Dave Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh just want to give you a few ins and outs with my buddy Kurt Warner, the running back.
0: <laughs> Steve La- I'm Steve Largen yeah. for Rain City Jacks.
1: Do jerk off. <laughs> Don't take a dump on the floor. <laughs>
0: There are (laughs) do's and don'ts. Quote, couches will have two or three or six men seated side by side. Six on a couch. So many. It must be a a huge couch. It's it's a bit tight. Hold on, it's not big enough. Legs draped over one another. Well they're they're all manspreaders, Ed. With everyone playing with themselves or their neighbors, he says. (laughs) And the energy is not rushed at all, but intensely focused and chill. The great majority are not into a fast <laughs> orgasm, but want to make the time last. Nobody leaves in that first hour.
1: <laughs> Hi. I'm former outfielder Jay Buner. <laughs> and I just wanna I just wanna give you a little couch etiquette.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm John Olrude. I, I wear this helmet for a reason. I don't
1: want to get, get jacked.
0: I don't want to get splashed at Rain City Jacks. <laughs> The bathroom showers are stocked with skincare and cleanup products. Well, gays, you know. Even the bathrooms have mouthwash on hand. There is never a shortage of fresh, clean towels. Oh, I, I bet there's plenty of dirty <sighs> ones, too. It's basically male masturbation heaven. With a situation this lush, inviting, and pleasure based, why aren't more men doing this? Ed, you are a man who enjoys masturbating. Of course. Have you already started booking your own guys weekend in the Pacific Northwest?
1: Yeah, I just was on Expedia and Kayak just trying to find my best options of hotel and flight just to get over there as you were
0: speaking. (laughs) Did you call your travel agent? You're like, look, (laughs) I need you to book me the best five-star you can as close as possible to Rain City Jacks. I've,
1: I've got my travel agent working double- to get get a destination for my in laws over the uh, winter, so we'll, we'll we'll keep them focused on that. <laughs> you
0: can, but you can book your own Jackoff vacation. But you know,
1: I have been on record many times saying that I, I truly love the gay lifestyle. Oh, absolutely, I love I love how cool they just they're upfront about it. And They're huge. Yeah, but I gotta say. I'm starting to say that there's some cracks in the dam here. <laughs> Is
0: it a little too much but, for you, Ed?
1: Yeah, this this seems like uh, just a bit much. You know, call me call me old fashioned. Well, it's but.
0: it's like a, a bratwurst. You get yeah. that bratwurst with some mustard and onions and kraut pickles. You put uh, yeah. ketchup on it. You get it uh, all bratwurst. You get it all loaded up, and you take a bite, and that's a delicious bratwurst. But you go to the rendering factory, to the slaughterhouse, where they're, <laughs> they're grinding, they're sweeping the floor with a shovel and just dumping the entrails into the sausage grinder. <laughs> All of a sudden, that bratwurst doesn't look so good anymore, does it? No, no. it's kind of the, true. Kind of the same with the gay lifestyle. Like, it's gays, love my gays, but you really don't want to think about what's going on behind closed doors in the gay lifestyle. Are you with me, Ed?
1: I agree. I agree there's just a little too much with the shirtlifters
0: i I gotta be honest though i i am I am all in on rain city jacks i i I just <laughs> best name ever it's the best name ever it's like it seems like a great place, not a place i'm gonna visit anytime soon, but I'm yeah, happy that not. I'm happy that they have their own spot. It sounds like a lively spot and affordable
1: greetings this is former running back Sean Alexander. And when I hit the end zone, when I hit pay dirt, my new pay dirt <laughs> after retirement is Rain City Jacks.
0: Hi. I am Seattle's own Russell Wilson. I may not be banging my bae Ciara, but what I can tell you I'm doing is getting out that energy at Rain City Jacks. Uh, I
1: could I could do this for about three hours. I,
0: yeah, I would never get never get bored. Uh I mean Edgar Martinez would have to make a run down there, wouldn't
1: he? Tino Martinez, he could have a Martinez yes. Martinez Jack City. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: I feel like these are probably like this. Just doesn't. I know Seattle's a pretty liberal place.
1: Yeah, this is very liberal.
0: I feel like this happens in more places. It might even happen in northern New Jersey, Ed.
1: Really, that would be that would be impressive. Like, yeah, what, one of these. Uh, one of these social clubs. That's right. Maybe. maybe. I mean, there's plenty of these social clubs just in Hoboken.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's right.
1: Who knows what Chili and Vito are doing in the back? That's
0: right. Remember Vito and Johnny Cakes. We we know what happened there.
1: I love you, Johnny Cakes.
0: Uh, Okay, Ed. We didn't get to do this last week. We skipped it.
1: Just needed to take a breather.
0: We, we had had some pretty good runs, but we could, we didn't come up with anything. We got a little lazy last week, and we didn't come up with anything. But it's back, everybody's favorite segment of the program. Of course, I'm talking about the million-dollar baller battle. Okay,
1: Or challenge, depending on who's part.
0: Right. <laughs> the million-dollar question. I mean, whatever, whatever you want to call it,
1: whatever, it's fine.
0: Okay, Ed, it's a real simple one this week. We've been, we've heard a lot about this dumb shit county clerk in fucking Kentucky, bum fuck Kentucky that won't let God fearing Americans get a marriage license because she doesn't think Jesus is down with it. Of course, you know who I'm talking about. She wears prairie garb and hasn't been to the hair salon since the 1970s. Yeah. But it's okay because Jesus loves her. Kim Davis. She's yeah, in, she looks
1: like Annie Wilkes from Misery. Yes,
0: she's, she's in one corner. In the other, he wears sweaters. And carries more quaaludes than the Wolf of Wall Street. He's also <laughs> got tons of unexplained skin tags covering his visage. <laughs> He's pretty damn old. He's pushing 80. He looks like shit. He's kind of got cataracts, loves to rape. He's a prolific rapist. Of course, I'm talking about Bill Cosby, America's dad. So this this week, it's real simple. We're going to put him in the octagon or the squared circle, whatever you want to call it. It's a no-holds-barred baller battle. Or a million, you got a million dollars to bet on these thing, this thing. These two are going to fight to the death. Who would win in a fight? Kim Davis or Bill Cosby? We, we will take your submissions at mailbag at ballerlifestyle.com or via voicemail 949-464-TBLS. Please weigh in on who you like in this million-dollar baller battle. Kentucky County Clerk Kim Davis or America's favorite rapist Bill Cosby. Okay, Ed, let's talk some pop culture. It is time now for our pop culture segment with our very own Fancy Sauce. The segment is Fancy Pop. How you doing, Fancy?
1: Hi. Hey, Kate.
0: Hey. Uh, Kate, what is uh, no life coaching this week? Hey, I don't hey know. guys, reach out to us if there. Yes, good I, solid advice. I, we the last We're free. The last life coaching we did was the uh Which was, was that? the bed making, and guy wanted to know if he should make his bed or or not make his bed as an adult and it was very ed is in the team non bed making camp Kate and myself are in the team make your fucking bed account, and it was very much it was very controversial on Twitter. A lot of people reached out. A lot, a lot of, of weighing in. Yes, yeah, so much weighing in. A lot in. of
2: people have sent me um, links to articles about um, mites, bed mites, oh, yeah. Yeah. saying that if you make your bed, that that encourages the bed mites to yeah. grow.
0: Right, yeah, because they don't, they don't,
1: they don't like neat and orderly beds. Uh, yes, yeah. that's, that's how they're viewing. I,
2: Come I don't on. think that sound science, uh, not, but a lot yeah, of people have <laughs> ju- jumped on that excuse.
0: I, I okay. personally am not buying in on that one. Uh, okay, so yeah, guys, reach out. Also, We're,
2: guys, my, bed mites—they live in your mattress.
0: That's and right, so, and your pillow. Not, not also, making your
2: bed is not going to not kill they them. They
0: eat your dead skin, and they're not going anywhere. No, they're not. Like they're around to do that. That's true. So you just
1: throw everything
0: out. Yeah, just like <laughs>
2: every day, you, throw everything get a new away. mattress
0: every single day. So guys, reach out. We we love to. Here's the thing: you have a perfectly good woman here, a worldly woman, to answer oh, your questions nice. in a an environment that is safe. So if you have relationship questions, you have sex questions any kind of advice you want you get three different hilarious and interesting perspectives on everything if it's should i make my bed a lot of people want to weigh in on that stuff and so we love doing the life coaching stuff here reach out to us at mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com or again the voicemail 949-464-TBLS and let us help you with your lives life coaching uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop?
2: Um, my first story has a happy ending. Is,
0: Ta- this, is this from Rain City Jacks? Or is this <laughs> yes, <different>? a <laughs> lot of no, happy a, endings at Rain City it's story with a happy ending. This Rain one. City oh, Jacks. okay.
2: Taylor Swift's boyfriend, DJ Calvin Harris, visited a Thai massage mm-hmm. parlor that, according to Yelp, provides the best happy endings in Hollywood. Apparently, Harris visited the $40 an hour Thai massage parlor on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood for two hours. Um, It's unclear why Harris, a DJ who amazingly is worth $110 million, decided to go to a $40 an hour massage place on Sunset in the first place. One theory is, though, that if you search best happy ending in Hollywood on Yelp, this place is the first up in the search Wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, this is not to say that the parlor oh, provides happy endings for sure. No one knows that except oh, maybe Calvin Harris. I
0: mean, it wouldn't exist if saying? it didn't. I, okay, I. I, I just got a regular. I don't have any experience with this. This is not my thing. I don't. I, but I don't. I don't see how he could spend two hours in a place. Some like
2: people this, like a long massage. Also, I, happy ending massage shouldn't
0: last
1: two hours, should it? I <laughs> certainly not for
0: me. I have never been jerked off by a Thai person, uh, or in Thailand myself. I if only Ed, there like if in? only <laughs> there was someone here that could speak to this. I
1: feel like Ed wants
2: to weigh in.
0: If, if,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. Let's 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 Ed. let's get into the time machine. Go back about eight years, yeah. pre kids, yes. uh-huh. pre kids. Um, I was in Thailand.
0: Yes. Oh, really?
1: I was. I was with my <clears throat> lovely wife. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, and and uh, she was at. It was a, a award show in Thailand, and there best, was best
0: lady boy, lady boy of the year. Yeah.
1: Some advertising show, and there was a uh, there was a an Australian par- like maniac partier that she worked with. That she said to him, "All right, you've been in Thailand a week. She's like, take him out for a good time, and just make sure there's no penetration. It, that's all. That's all I'll say. It's no penetration. Not <laughs> shocking.
0: If you want to go, if you want to find the best place to get jerked off in any city, ask an Australian. Yeah." Continue. And so,
1: so she said, "I'm okay with anything, just as long as there's no penetration." Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, all right." So we go. We it's go like, to go
0: club has the same rules. That's right. <laughs> same same rules as Rain City Jacks.
1: Yeah. So you know, in the absence of, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's not Seattle. There, I couldn't find the tie. I couldn't find Bangkok City Jacks. So I went yes. to some sort <laughs> of soap, soapy massage place. Oh
0: yeah, four hands
1: this was this was pretty pretty crazy. You go in and you have a drink, you have a cocktail, mm-hmm. and there's like a fishbowl and there's just a bunch of girls in like bleachers with numbers on them and you say oh, i like i fancy number twenty one uh-huh. you tell the manager and then he calls it over to her, and she meets you and escorts you up to a room. so I go up to the room and then all that's in a room is a giant bathtub, a bed, and an inflatable raft. Whoa. <laughs> and I really wasn't sure what was going on. What's the raft for? Oh, I like it. I've well,
0: seen these movies. I know what's going on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I I have a beer, I'm just drinking a beer, and she doesn't speak any English, and there's not and she fills up the she turns on the bath and then she she I I assume indicates for me to take off my clothes.
0: You dis- so we're st- so disrobed
1: so mm-hmm. disrobed i i don't like being naked in front of myself this is i, getting I hot. This I'm is not am not a hot. nudist and
0: fact, we need
2: like some kind of soft yeah. Porn soundtrack
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> fancy and- pop soundtrack <laughs> i as
1: she i realize or she realizes that we've been standing now i'm like okay now it's time to go over to the bath and
0: she, so you're naked at this point. You am I'm, I'm just standing
1: yeah. there naked, yeah. and like I think I put down my beer. I'm just sitting there, and she had forgotten to put <clears> the <throat> plug in the drain, so the water was running with nothing. So there's an empty bathtub. So now I'm just standing around like awkwardly naked.
0: What's she? She's in gym. like a bathing suit, evening gown. She,
1: She's naked. Oh, okay. Uh All right. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So then it's, it's a, uh, this was, this, I I told you I took a bath when I was sick and it was terrible. This was like a big jacuzzi. Yeah. And you know, you get a, a pretty good rub down. Then you're on a raft and you're like laying face down on the raft and she's kind of a human loofah sliding up and down. And then she indicates that, you know, do you want, it's sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you want sex? And I was like, no, I'm not fucking you. Like, yeah. Thai hooker? I'm yeah. getting no. AIDS tonight. No. And, but I was like trying to indicate to somebody who can't speak English, no, I, ju- I just want a handjob. And she was like, uh, when she, when I waved her off the first time, she immediately like put on her clothes and left the room. And I was like, oh. uh, so I went through yeah. all that and just nothing, nothing, uh, I got nothing. So Ed. I left, so I left Thailand with the, uh, with, with an unsatisfied itch, even though I had a, a unlike the time in Amsterdam where I got the free pass, but I was like, no, I'm not, I'm Ed, not doing anything here.
2: You, that story did not have a happy ending. No, that was no, not. No, that, had a, that had, had, had a very conflicted sad And look up the, yeah. the words handjob. I feel
0: like they would know handjob, but there's all the were dirty bastards the, are getting fucked in there. So so the
2: hand, hand motion?
1: Then, yeah, I was giving the universal, I, I feel like <laughs> there's a universal symbol for <laughs> handjob. Yeah. I was giving it vigorously. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so then I just she spent the night partying. She thought
2: you wanted to do it to yourself.
1: And the, yeah, I don't know. She just took off. Like <laughs> Once I gave okay. her the, the no thank you, she was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to fuck one more guy tonight. She, she
0: must have been left. a noob.
1: Yeah, and so uh, so then I partied with the uh, this Australian guy, like just took us to these underworld clubs. And at like one point at like 4.30 in the morning, I'm holding just the guy – had hand me like a fistful of ecstasy pills. I don't know what I was supposed to do with like fifteen pills. So I was like, if I get caught in Thailand it? if I uh, if if I get caught in Thailand oh, with like fifteen pills. Oh yeah, you're going to prison. I'm gonna go to like I like I've seen Midnight Express <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a bad those deal. types of moves. Like and I Lost immediately when I, I really immediately far? just I immediately just like the guy I was wearing like a button down shirt just threw all the pills in his pocket and I was like, I'm going home. I'm, I'm like, out here. Like, like moment of clarity. So so, yes, I've had somewhat of an experience with, with the Thai hooker. Yeah.
0: Great story, Ed. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All, for all your hooker info, you go yeah. to Ed Daly. <laughs> he knows. This
1: was, this was pre-kids. This was like uh, – it, it, it was my birthday, I think. And I was in Thailand. And she was like, go ahead, but do not penetrate. And uh, I was a good boy. I did yeah, not penetrate. Were.
0: Happy birthday to you, Ed. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think this – I think this spells the end of this relationship for Taylor Swift and this Scotsman. Also, she but must he, not it, be taking care of him if he's running off to Hollywood Thai massage joints.
2: I she's a virgin.
0: Taylor that's Swift of those
2: guys break up
1: with her. What is she? Is she like one of those proud virgins?
0: I bet she. is. No, well, she, she doesn't proclaim she it, doesn't it like Britney talk Spears.
2: About
1: it, but she acts like it. That's a rumor. Um, now, is this one of those guys? When you read the list like a, a couple of weeks ago, is he one of these like mega rich? Yeah, he's DJs? the richest one.
0: He's
2: the top of the hill. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, so he doesn't.
2: King of the Hill, has, rather.
0: He's the richest he of all the this. DJs. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Kate, what else? We'll, we'll look to see what's going on with Taylor Swift and DJ Calvin Harris. What, yeah, what I don't is think going they're going to break up. He's a white guy named Calvin? Yeah. It's yeah. a, a made-up name. He's Scottish. Wow. They'll make up names.
2: Okay, next story.
0: Yeah.
2: Kim Richards. You guys know who Kim Richards
0: is? I mean, I do. I'm, she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Ed, Ed doesn't know. Her. Wait a second,
1: Kim. I was thinking Kim Richards was the Kentucky clerk. Kim no, Davis. It's Kim Davis. Oh, Kim sorry. Richards
0: no, was on Real know. Housewives
2: of Beverly Hills.
0: A lot, lot of broads. She's the sister the to day, Kathy Hilton,
2: who's Paris Hilton's mom. So she's from that family.
0: I mean, I know she, who she is, but who? I know
1: she's she's an aunt of Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's Paris, Paris Hilton's, Hilton's aunt. aunt. Okay,
2: um, and she recently left for rehab for substance abuse. So apparently, she's been going to smoke shops here in the valley looking to score some Xanax. Oh, that's
0: not good. So she
2: went, apparently, she went to a smoke shop in Sherman Oaks several times this week asking for um, the prescription drug. People in the shop say employees were perplexed because drugs aren't sold there, but Kim insisted a family member claimed she could score um, the drugs there.
0: You're supposed to know like a password or something.
2: Right, I'm sure she. You probably can it's, get Zanny there, and she somehow. It's like
0: those bars in Vegas that up. sell coke. Like you got to know how to do it, so they know you're not a cop. You got to
2: know how to ask for a hand job in Thailand.
0: Right. That's exact. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. You got to <laughs> show them that you're that you're a local.
2: We're told Kim was turned away each of the three separate times she showed up, and on one occasion, um, she, someone said they saw her leave one store and go into another one next door. And then, this, is
1: like, this is like the 90210 <laughs> episode where they say, I would like to exchange an egg,
0: right? <laughs> I don't oh, remember that I, one. I
1: mean, uh, this was the episode that led to... I'm
0: not an expert on 90210. This is
1: where Emily Valentine drugged Brandon at one of those exits. Is, that the, yeah.
0: is that the blonde or short hair?
1: Yeah, horrible actress. The worst mm. of all the show. The worst.
0: As for why
1: she I was, was at, on
2: the hunt for Xanax, I, she I, says it's because she has a foot injury.
1: I liked Claire. Xanax for a foot injury. Yeah, that, right.
2: It's an anti-anxiety. You're drug. Right. She
0: was thinking Vicodin for the foot injury. She, <laughs> she doesn't was, even know what she, Xanax is. She she was my foot. My foot
1: is really worried right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my foot has been so sad all day. My, foot, my foot's my foot out. is out.
1: My foot is very uncomfortable with
0: public places. <laughs> my foot is suicidal.
2: My foot is hyperventilating. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, well, she she'll die soon. So um, hopefully, she gets okay. some help. That's
1: not
2: good. I hope so. What else is
0: going on, Kate?
2: Um, I read a funny story about Terrence Howard today. I thought I'd share with you guys. Terrence Howard, domestic abuser. He's a real piece of shit. Also Crazy. Yeah. Like, legitimately crazy. Yeah, true. So to promote the upcoming second season of his hit show, Empire, he invited Rolling Stone into his Chicago penthouse, resulting in a piece that proves that he's, like hundred percent crazy. What?
0: Give us, give us the details. Um,
2: especially when he starts doing things like explaining why one times one does not equal one. So I mean, he e- makes
0: a pretty compelling point.
2: He could. He,
0: he, how could one times one equal one? Okay, he's, one one time. He's quoted is as one. saying,
2: "I'll tell you." He's quoted as saying, "How can it equal one if one times one equals one? That means that two is of no value because one times itself has no effect." One times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two? Oh Should be God. one. Oh but God. we're told it's two and that cannot be.
0: Damn it. So, Jesus. Yes.
2: So anyway, ah. he, he began writing down his logic in a language what, of his what, own.
1: What interview is this?
2: It's in Rolling, Rolling Stone, Stone magazine. Devising it. that he calls teleology. Uh, um, Apparently, he wrote forward and backward with both his right and left hand, sometimes using symbols he made up that look like foreign, if not alien, to keep his ideas secret until they could be patented. And apparently, his penthouse is filled with these fantastical plastic assemblages that he's made. They bear a similarity to building blocks, but the shapes are more complex in two dimension and three. And they're all tied together by copper wire or held in place by magnets in part to demonstrate
0: his theories, He probably has lots of conspiracy theories going too.
2: So he's nuts. (laughs) On the
1: set of Hustle and Flow, (laughs) I learned that I am a mathematician. My first grade teacher didn't teach me the right stuff. (laughs) <laughs> Sam I am did not equal green eggs and ham and one divided by one does not equal one.
0: Terryology, like this guy's on Terry- a big hit show. Yeah, he's it's
1: so weird. And it, it many actors I think are and,
2: crazy, but he's like next level crazy. Yeah.
1: But in every walk of life, when somebody gets success, in it, like a like a, I mean not somebody when when assholes get success they think that like they're profound in every way. Yeah, it's like, true. just because you're good. Just like we we're talking about Tom Brady before, like just because he's an excellent quarterback, like doesn't mean he's like smart. Doesn't no. mean he, his brain works. Of well, course not. That's, that's Of course that's, that's the thing not. they
0: start. It's the same reason that Mike Tyson gets to buy a tiger because there's right. no one to tell him, Hey, you shouldn't buy a tiger. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
1: Terrence, you, you yeah. are hey, dumb as Terrence,
0: shit. You're not smart. Stop talking, dude. Yeah. Don't shh, shh,
1: like You're embarrassing
0: yourself. Like, keep that Terryology yourself. shit yeah, to yourself. Yeah, ter- also. Don't ever don't, talk about what, that in an interview. Don't be a grown man that calls himself Terry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And what, except for Terry Silva from Karate Kid 3.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> but, um,
1: but what about, like, what... What? How did the interview take this turn? Where he I and mean, why are you debating one? He started by
2: talking one? about his childhood, and apparently, like he, this was stuff he'd say to teachers, and it, that didn't go over very well in school.
1: That's another type of bad person, somebody who creates controversy that's there's no controversy to be had. Yeah. Like he's he's finding controversy with the, the basics of division.
2: No, this he not, he's like he's like you know how can I go on when. You know, how can you conform when you know innately that something's wrong? Right. Mm-hmm. Like There's that, no way
0: his, he knows the word. That was his whole deal. Yeah.
1: There's no way he knows the word innately. No, that's true. Unless
0: he read it in the script. He's not super intelligent. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kate, what else is going on?
2: Um, we've got a new host for a Celebrity Apprentice taking over from the Donald.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I can't, I'm trying to think of who could Former be. Former
2: California governor. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh,
0: I Arnie? I got: to say George Duke Majin. I, I would be like, whoa, George Duke Majin is hosting. Big win for him. <laughs> Arnie's Wilson. conquered
2: Bodybuilding, Politics, and Movies.
0: Now he's setting his sights on TV. Pete Wilson is hosting a new TV Jerry show. Jerry Brown? Jerry current, Brown, current and former governor ex- Jerry Brown. I'm pretty excited. I might watch. I've never seen one minute. Uh, no, I have seen one minute, and they were they're making sandwiches. They're like, we got to make more sandwiches than the other team. The other team was making sandwiches, and they're oh, we better make a sandwich here.
1: <laughs> I never watched because, like I've said before, like John, Donald Trump was a joke in like 1989. Yeah. Like I didn't. This is amazing. This guy's career is so,
0: last well, People want him to be the president. Ed. A <laughs> lot of a lot of people want him to be the president. Tom Brady wants yeah, him to be the president. Captain. Sitka that's okay. just that taking helm. Yeah. Tom yeah. Brady does. Yes. Yeah, he has his hat that, that stupid red hat in his locker. His hat in his locker, and they play golf together. And I'm shocked. He ju- he, in 2000, I don't know why I'm shocked, but I'm shocked. In two in 2002, Tom Brady uh, got to be a judge at one of his beauty pageants. Stop So he hooked him up with some th- pussy. Th- yeah, but think about when you say we've golfed together
1: a lot, like. Scoffing is not a commitment you do with somebody who you just like no you make
0: pleasantries with. Like you're spending hours yeah, with that hours. First five hour thing. Like Tom Brady oh, is boy. a meathead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Interesting. Okay, what else, Kate?
2: Um, that's about it. I got one last thing in celebrity baby names. Oh yes. You might not know this actress. She's not super well known. Ed, Her name's Ed, Ashley Scott. She Ed was just on a, yes. a a series, a lifetime series that Brian and I watched about Lifetime it's about series. the bachelor oh, franchise yes. called unreal Ed, this
0: was a very good show Unreal. it was called unreal i, w- I it would was recommend like, it to anybody it was
2: a fictional show about the bachelor franchise Ooh, It inter- by a writer that, uh, the, written by someone yeah, that used, like a, a producer that used to work on it The
0: Bachelor, and it starred someone called shiri appleby who i was not familiar with beforehand but i'm a big fan of now oh you like her oh yeah i do i find <laughs> her attractive Okay,
2: so Ashley Scott welcomed her second child with husband Britpop singer um, and actor Steve Hart. Don't know who he is either. Britpop. And they named her Isla, spelled I-Y-L-A. Okay, hold
0: on. Isla is a name. Yeah, Isla Fisher. Isla That's Fisher.
2: A- yeah, I-S-L-A.
0: Who is also hot, who I'm also into. She is It's, hot. A, it's a Scottish name. Isla. Right. Isla is a name, but not the way they've spelled it. No. Continue.
2: Second name. Or part of the first name, Vue, Vu, V U E. I, I, lo-
1: I love, I love.
0: I love you is oh. how it's pronounced. Oh no, I love no. you. I love you so much that I'm never reading your resume with this name on it. But here's the thing, you
1: you you said celebrity. I get. Look, we all have our little shows, but she's not really a celebrity. Like you can't. I, if you're Brad Pitt and uh, Angelina Jolie. All right. It's, Let's it's rename ridi- it to
2: like it, stupid actor baby well, names. It's,
1: it's, but it's, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, as like, ridiculous she's, she's as a name, enough. yeah, like, the, you could be like, wow, but those people are super rich. Like, they will get, uh, somebody, is it Paltrow has an apple?
0: Apple and Moses.
1: But I'm saying, like, when you're that famous and that rich, like, at least you're going to get dopes that'll go along with it. Like, she's not that famous. Like, she's just That's somebody fair. with a stupid kid name.
2: Yeah. Apple's a dumb name. Yeah, Agreed. it's a dumb
1: name, but I'm just saying. Like, there is so much money there, yeah. and she she has a following. Like this this girl, I get that you watch that show, but like she's not famous. You know, You're right. She's she's not famous. She's that's, not that's, famous
0: that's, enough to be that. That's eccentric. a double
1: whammy. That's also, a
0: apparently,
2: it was her husband's
0: idea. Well, maybe he, he's brick pop, worse. so he could be famous. That's like K-pop. Like, there's tons of famous rich that's people right. that you don't know. About. Yeah. Uh, okay. Excellent job, that's as it always, for fancy Kate, pop. We appreciate it. Um, Ed, excellent job by you as always. So, Thank for you. Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 87 of the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week.
1: Bye, Bye. everyone.